You're listening to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. Hi there, this is Pastor Vlad. And before we go into this week's content, I would like to invite you to become a part of what God is doing at Hungry Generation today. This year, we've seen a great blessing of the Lord and anointing of God, God's healings and salvations and deliverances. And in 2019, I know that God wants to take us further. And many of you who are watching this video right now and watching this message, you've been receiving from Hungry Gen, you've been growing, your world has been changing and we give to God all the glory. But we would like you in 2019 to become a part of what God is doing. And you can do that by sowing your best gift into this ministry or maybe doing something monthly like a partnership, a reoccurring gift. This will help us to go further in 2019 and bring more of what we're bringing to you to many, many more people. Me and my wife, we do that every single year. Our church does that every single year. Well, once a year, we give a special offering to God. And then we also become partners of this ministry by our monthly contributions. And I give you that opportunity today to become our partner and to become somebody who contributes to what God is doing today. Below is a link where you can make that happen. So why don't you ask God, what would God have you give this year to this ministry to help us go further in God? And now let's go into this message. Today's message is going to be titled, Revival is not on sale. Revival is not on sale. It comes a full price and the price that we pay for revival is prayer, fasting and giving for personal revival. As we talk about encounter, as we talk about encountering God, as we're talking about having a revival, I want you to look at Ecclesiastes chapter 3, excuse me, Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verse 12. It says, though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him and a threefold cord is not easily broken. And so the wise man here, Solomon, he talks about the fact that if you're one, you can be overpowered. But if you're two, you have a chance to withstand. But there, if there is a three, and I want you to notice, he switches from talking about one person. If you're alone, you can be overpowered. If you're two people, you can withstand certain things. And then he switches from talking to people to talking about a court. A court, a threat. He talks about a court and he says, but a threefold court is not easily broken. And so the reason why we believe and the reason why we practice prayer, fasting and giving for this year, and I want you to write this down. The first reason is that it binds the devil. It binds the flesh before the flesh or the devil binds us. We must understand as Christians, we have an enemy. It's called our flesh. We have an enemy, it's called the devil. He is a real devil and he tends to and plans to this year use chains. Somebody say chains. chains. Uh, his chains are pretty much three main chains that he's going to use. It's pride, it's lust and it's greed. These three chains he already has been using it on everyone. He used it on Adam. He even tried to use it on Jesus. He will use it on you. Adam he failed with these three chains. He got bound with these three chains. Jesus did not because Jesus was praying. Jesus in fact at the moment of his temptation was fasting and Jesus lived a sacrificial life not just sacrificial financially but his life totally. So what I want to encourage you with right now is this to remove this lie from the enemy that praying that fasting and that sacrificing is for those who want to be deep with God. 
but for those who like the basic package without the lettuce and the tomato and any other stuff you just like you know just a basic sandwich like you you don't need to do that life of commitment to God is not for super spiritual it's for those who have a enemy if you have a devil if you have a flesh prayer fasting and giving in 2019 is not an option it's not an option it will be an option if only prayer and fasting and giving would allow us to go deeper but the first thing prayer fasting and giving does is it binds the devil before he binds you therefore it's not an option for us in book of Esther chapter 9 verse 1 it says that when the enemy planned to overpower the Israelites the opposite happened the Israelites attacked their enemies and they overpowered them I believe this year the enemy is planning to overpower you he is planning to trap you in lust he is planning to cause you to fail through pride he is planning for you to be obsessed with things and be possessed by material things but before that let's throw an enemy a curveball let's surprise him let's bind him first before he binds us someone's gonna be bound this year it might as well be the devil someone's gonna be in chains this year it might as well be demons it might as well be the flesh someone will my friends and you have the opportunity right now to choose who that will be if you don't buy in your flesh I want you to get a prophetic word for 2019 the devil will bind you it will happen a hundred percent sure because it's one way or the other it's either you get bound or you bind and that's why the scripture says you have to grab a threefold court prayer fasting and giving and you got to go into enemy's territory before you get attacked you bind him so that he doesn't chain you come on somebody so I just want to challenge you if you are free it's time to bind the enemy Jesus says you need to go into the house of the strong man and bind him in revelations it says that the angel came with the chain and he bound the devil that means the devil can be bound the devil can be bound the same way people can be bound with drugs people can be bound with alcohol people can be bound with demonic spirits is the same way those demonic spirits can be bound by people it's just most of us only know how to be delivered from the devil and some devils know what it's like to be delivered from you but this year things have to shift the devil has to be the one looking for a prayer line to be delivered from you because every single month you're putting him back in the cage every single week you're binding that devil you're binding that spirit by prayer by fasting and by giving somebody give God praise right now if you're saying you know what I'm sick and tired of being bound I want the devil to share my pain I want the devil to share what I used to experience I want him to be bound that this is your year I declare that in Jesus name now but it's not enough to say I receive pastor it's not enough I said to say I receive pastor tomorrow God bless your enchiladas and God bless those burritos and God bless those muffins they're gonna have to stay in that refrigerator why because tomorrow you're pulling up a cord and you're coming against the enemy and say this is your turn you're gonna be bound I'm gonna reign in Christ and you're gonna suffer in Jesus mighty name come on somebody
I'm gonna walk in freedom this year. I'm gonna walk in victory this year. This year, I am not gonna be bind with chains. I'm going to bind with the cord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. No boxer trains for a boxing match within the ring. No boxer trains for a boxing match within the ring. It's always before that. Fasting is a preparation for temptation. Prayer is a preparation for temptation. Giving is a preparation for whatever that's coming and many of us the problem is we show up in the match in the moment of temptation and we get whipped so hard and we're like man the devil is too strong. No you're just too weak. Instead of being in the spiritual gym of, of putting your flesh down, you were just filling yourself up, spoon feeding, the, spoon feeding the flesh. And so I just challenge you right now, this year, make a decision right now. I'm going to do it. Amen. So the first benefit of prayer, fasting and giving is that it binds our flesh. It binds the devil. The second thing is it builds our spirit. There's two B's. There's one more B that's coming. It builds our spirit. Scripture says in Proverbs is that broken spirit dries out the bones. Meaning your spirit, if it's shattered inside, who you are inside, how you feel, your thoughts, your attitudes, if it's broken, your bones, your blood level, your nerves, your skin, your eyes and your vision, your hair, everything about your body will begin to suffer if your inside is broken chiropractors will tell you, doctors will tell you that a back pain, heart failure is connected to the emotional state of people. Many people die before their time and the real main reason why they die very early and they live in sickness is because their spirit is weak. I believe in taking care of your body. I believe in us looking great, you know, ladies putting on makeup and that, that's good. La extending their lashes, extending their hair and you know extending their nails. This, it's a year of extension in Jesus name. Everything is extending. Shrinking their bellies but extending their nails. Praise be to God. That is, there is nothing wrong with that. Losing that, that uh, losing the weight and, and that, that has its place. That is good. Looking better, you know, dyeing your hair, painting your hair. It, it's all good. But you must understand your body is just a vessel and a vehicle that carries your spirit. When you go into a coffee shop, for example, and you buy coffee, I'm pretty sure there's none of you in this room who ever returned your coffee because you didn't like the cup. Like no, the cup, the plastic did not taste good. No, if a coffee is ever returned, it's for one reason. Coffee was bad. The cup, it just holds the coffee. Your life needs you to have substance inside. Your body is the cup, your spirit is the coffee. Your spirit has to be strong this year and the way it gets strong, it's not get strong accidentally and occasionally it gets strong because it gets built like a muscle. It gets stronger with time and it doesn't get stronger with time, it gets stronger with whatever you put into it, that's how it grows. And so I want to share with you just the five things that you can do to build your spirit and to build your prayer life this year. Every person gets built by the first step. The step is called desire. Somebody say desire. desire. Come on say it like you have it. Desire. desire. Before the change can happen you have a desire for the change. Before you can 
finish college you have a desire to go to college before you can get married you have a desire before you can have a life of prayer you have a desire to have a life of prayer everything starts with the desire desire says I want somebody say I want it means you want this you want to fast you want to pray you want to quit this addiction you want to be free from pornography you want to be healed you want this it's the first place to be in and that's an important place but I believe many, many of you in this room you already have that you have a desire maybe you don't have a desire I would ask people who don't have a desire to say this do you have a desire to have a desire I met some people who say I don't want to quit smoking I said but do you want to want to quit smoking they say yes I'm like well then you have a pre-desire <laughs> after you have a desire number one you have to do number two to build your spirit you have to have a decision somebody said decision decision is I will decision is I will everybody say I will so let's say that you're struggling with smoking you have a desire to quit but after that desire you have to make a decision you have to say I will quit smoking I will quit drinking or I will quit gambling I will quit looking at pornography I will quit messing around I will pray I will come to morning prayer I will fast see the problem with I will is that many people are afraid to say I will because they say what if so instead of saying I will this is what we say I will see how I feel tomorrow I will see if I wake up tomorrow I will see I'm gonna fast but I will see if my boss will bring Krispy Kreme donuts if there is nobody's birthday within the next three days I will see how I feel how long are you gonna fast I will see you will destroy your spirit spirit if you live by I will see only dead fish goes with the flow for your spirit to be strong you have to not say I will feel you have to say I will you say Vlad but what about what about this and this don't get the details distracted what if I don't feel like it the, the details will work out on their own you have to make a decision after you said I decide meaning I will there's a third step that builds your spirit it's called I must somebody say discipline come on say it a little bit louder say discipline and discipline says I must somebody shout I must somebody shout I must I must has to be developed after I will doesn't want to do it anymore when you said I will do that but you don't feel like doing it no more have you ever had that happen to you you started Bible reading plan that's why many of you you start Bible reading plan every January and then that I will begins to lose its strength and then there has to be one more wave that hits hard it's where you don't feel like doing it but you say I must meaning I have to do it no matter what and how I feel and what's going to happen to me I must do it when you do I must you grow inside you become a different person on the inside when you pray and you don't feel like it your spirit grows when you read the Bible but you rather watch Netflix your spirit grows when you give but you will rather spend some buying yourself new shoes your spirit grows your spirit always grows when you graduate from I will to I must I must Jesus's spirit grew also if you think that Jesus was born with a strong spirit the Bible says his spirit grew 
In Luke chapter 2 verse 40 it says that the Jesus' spirit, you have it right behind you on the Luke chapter 2 verse 40 says the child grew and became strong in spirit filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him the child grew and became strong in spirit that tells me children can have strong spirits and adults can have weak spirits being an adult age doesn't make you strong in the spirit it's a must attitude and I want you to see in verse 49 it says he said to them Jesus said to his parents why did you seek me did you not know that I must be about my father's business that tells me as a 12 year old teenage boy Jesus' spirit was getting stronger because Jesus already moved from I want to I will and he got to that point where he says mom and dad I must be here he didn't say oh I love Pharisees me and Pharisees we're getting along we're like homies we're like we click it's so good no 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 these Pharisees he knew will crucify him but he says this is I must be in my father's house at 12 some of you you're 30 and you still have not discovered your I must you start and you quit you start and you quit and you start and you quit and you're saying something is wrong with you there's nothing wrong with you the only thing is this is you have to learn to do something you don't like until you pass through that muscle of I must and after that comes the delight number four is delight delight is I love I believe when you suffer discipline for a little bit you will not live in discipline all your life after a while there comes this holy high where you love doing it where you before you endured prayer now you enjoy prayer before you saw prayer as a price to pay for revival, now you see it as the reward of revival. Before you saw giving us something that made you sick in your stomach and now makes you excited in the spirit. The very same thing, before you couldn't wake up for church, all six alarms would go up and you couldn't wake up. And now you're an hour earlier and you stay for two services. You serve in one and sit in the other. Why? Because you love it. Hallelujah. How many of you, you love prayer? How many here now you love the Word of God? How many of you here you love the Holy Spirit? How many of you here you love hungry generation? So what happened is that we go from I want to I will, from I will to I must. And when you endure I must, God will take you to a place I love. Some of you, 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 you never had a home group, but now you love your home group. But there were seasons you went through, I must do it. Nobody showed up, but I must do it. I must evangelize. But now you enjoy it. And there's one more stage that God's going to give you if you continue to do what God called you to do. It's default. It's where you become I am. Meaning you become the very person. It becomes automatic. It becomes default. You don't have to think about it. It's the same as putting on your shoelaces. You don't even think about it. It's the same as driving. It becomes as natural as breathing. It's you now. See God loves so much, God is love. He doesn't even try to love no more. It's I am now. For God it's just, it's who I am. It just comes so naturally. It comes like a default automatic thing. And God wants these characteristics like prayer and like fasting and like giving to become so natural to you. That changes your spirit. Are you with me? And thirdly is prayer, fasting and giving. Not only it binds my flesh not only it builds my spirit but it also births 
breakthrough. Births breakthrough. Cornelius in chapter 10 of book of Acts it says the following when Peter came to Cornelius's house he says so Cornelius said four days ago I was fasting until this hour so four days he's been fasting at the ninth hour I prayed in my house and behold a man stood before me in the bride clothing and said Cornelius your prayers has been heard and your alms are remembered in the sight of the Lord I want you to notice in these two verses fasting prayer and giving and I want you to notice that Cornelius was not a follower of Jesus Cornelius was not a member of a church Cornelius in fact was going to hell he was not saved but he was praying fasting and giving see some of you things like Vlad what will my prayer and fasting and giving do when I have other areas of my life that are not doing good you must understand if it's directed to God even if you are lost in your sins God who sees that he will not act just without being different God will react toward that and he will respond toward that that means even if you come to our church and you say Vlad I'm not a Christian you can still pray fast and give it will get God's attention it won't get you saved but it will get God's attention and God will open up the gift of salvation to you but what I love Cornelius for is his prayer fasting and giving what it did is it came up before God and God did three things to Cornelius that I'm believing God wants to do for us in 2019 write this down number one is God gave him a oh I don't think that's in our notes God gave him a divine connection write this down divine connection God sent an angel and told him that there is a Peter who will answer the pro who will become an answer to the whatever problem that you have right now Cornelius God gave him a divine connection how many of you believing this year for divine connections your life is really one connection away from being taken to another level or being churned into hell. It takes one world person to walk into your life to rock your boat until you can't, can't go anymore. And it takes one person to come into your life and say, listen, I want us to do business together. Listen, hey girl, what is your name? I want to take you on a date. And your whole last name changes within nine months. Jesus have mercy. It takes one connection between one person coming into your life and your whole life changing. I pray in Jesus name that as you pray and as you fast and as you give this year that you set yourself up before God expecting divine connections. There are connections when you write to people say please sponsor me, please help me but it's another thing when you send prayer fasting to God and God sends people to you without you pushing, without you manipulating, without you sleeping to the top, without you lying, cutting corners but divine connections. Somebody say divine connections. Divine connections. But see the problem with divine connections is number two that Cornelius got is you also and I need divine direction. Because see Cornelius knew from God I need Peter but how do I get to Peter? And God gave Cornelius directions to Peter's house. Many divine connections are broken and lost. Not taken full advantage of for this reason. Because we don't know how to behave. We don't know how to act with divine 
opportunities that God gives us and I speak that over your life in Jesus name that this year as you set yourself apart to pray fast and give that not only God will send the right people that you couldn't get to on your own in your life but God will give you supernatural wisdom to navigate the new opportunities and the new territories he's going to take you in in Jesus name that you're not going to mess it up that you're not going to say the wrong thing that you're not going to lose those opportunities that you're not going to lose those deals and those contracts that you're not going to lose that relationship you're not going to mess it up out of your fear you're not going to mess it up out of your desperation and you're not going to mess it up by your manipulation or control you will let the Holy Spirit guide you in whatever he's setting you up for can somebody say amen divine connection requires divine direction God lead our church this year that it doesn't just happen because we are growing but because you're guiding our growth because cancer grows but it's not a good growth not every growth is good we want growth that's healthy and we want growth that doesn't stop at one area but the Holy Spirit to be behind it in Jesus name and after the, the third thing that Cornelius experienced and I believe the Lord wants us to experience as well is Cornelius had a visitation visitation of God's Spirit in his house baptism of the Holy Spirit and the Bible says if you read very carefully in the bottom over there is that not only that they got baptized in the Holy Spirit but they spoke with tongues and they magnified God they prophesied probably and they were used by God all the press prayers and fastings and giving that we do may may God bring divine connection may God bring divine direction may may some of you who are looking for a spouse this year you get a, a good man you get a good woman in your life for those of you who are looking for a house may you have a good house this year in Jesus name for those of you who are looking to finish your degree may you finish it without headache and dead in Jesus name for those of you who have a dream to maybe endeavor into a particular field may this happen this year for you in Jesus name May God give you directions and may God lead you in Jesus name but at the end of the year what I really believe God wants to bring into your life is not just a breakthrough and connection and direction but a visitation of the Holy Spirit that you know Holy Spirit more that you experience Him on a deeper level that you know him more intimately the way Cornelius did he experienced angels he experienced Peter he experienced all of these great things but the best thing is seeing his children seeing people working in his house seeing his wife and seeing all of his relatives speaking in other languages and the Holy Spirit the third person of Trinity descending and dwelling upon them what's better than any financial breakthrough is knowing the Holy Spirit more and I'm not saying that we need one and not need the other we need all of it we need the Holy Spirit and we need the breakthrough. We need the connection, we need the direction and we need the visitation. Come on somebody. Please, I ask you, don't make this year to be something where you say, God, I don't need breakthrough, I just need you. God, I need your breakthrough but I need you more. God, I, I don't need you but I need the breakthrough. No, we need all of it this coming year. But the part that I see that, that stands out to me right now and I believe it's a word for us for our church for this year is this year God wants to do something for your life that you have never seen before Cornelius was the first man to bring the salvation into the Gentile nation but not the last one the first but not the last the first but not the only 
the Lord wants this year to be the year when you pray and fast and give for your business the things that you do to go to the level you have never seen before some of you here today that this year will be the first time you will see a million dollar profit in your business this has never happened before for some of you that this year God is gonna just open the doors in a way that you just you know that you know all of your best efforts couldn't get you there it will be God in Jesus name one few years ago um, I was in the Ukraine at the one one Bible college and I couldn't sleep at night because of the jet lag I sat there on a high elevated apartment, a 26 story. My cousins who come to our church now, their father owns, owned, owned, owned or owns the apartment. And I was there praying and the Lord started to deal with my heart and I felt there was the Lord because I acted on it right after that. I had two rental properties at that time. And the Lord, I felt the Lord placed in my heart to sell the first rental property and to give all the proceeds away to the missions. And that was the painful word because I had it for 10 years. So there was a lot of equity there. So there was a lot of money there. And so, and the second year to take the second rental property, to sell the second rental property and to give a particular percentage, not all of it, but a particular percentage away. And so I just, you know, for me, those thoughts, like if they come into my mind, I always reject them. But when I get into the presence of God and God melts my heart like, like an ice cube in, in like boiling water, after that God could ask me to die in Siberia. I will just run to Siberia and die. It was the presence of God was so sweet that honestly at that moment if He would ask me to like sell my house and live under the bridge in, in 395 uh, bridge, I would literally gladly do that. Because it was so sweet, the presence of God was so sweet. So I said, Jesus, I will do anything for you. I will give all my life for you but if you're asking for two rentals I will sell them and I will give the money away but this is what the Lord promised to me on 26th floor during the night when I can't sleep he says after you do that he said I will give you an idea and this idea will bring you passive income that will be equivalent to the money from the rents on both of the properties and so being in the presence of God I said Jesus I, I know you're amazing I know you'll do it when I came out of the presence of God, I was like, what the heck was that? Ha! Which idea? I'm like, what? And the, the, the specifics were this, is that that idea will be connected to my calling. Because you know, the rentals are mainly connected to like Leo's and Paul's calling and stuff. So, <laughs> you know, like they know how to fix things. Oh, my dad's calling. <laughs> but you know, my calling, fixing things is like, it gives me a headache. And especially like uh, small things, like construction things. And so we, we sold the first rental property second year we sold the second rental property the third year passed um i get no ideas i remembered i'm like god <laughs> i don't have rentals and no ideas and so but i said lord i feel that i really felt you spoke to me so i'm gonna wait for you so last year in january i'm praying and just get this idea you need to write a book and so i'm like yeah right anything else I'm not gonna write a book I'm not a writer but you need to write a book so I brushed it off and I said who's gonna read it write about what who do I think I am writer no that's not for me so I disregarded for a few months until it became a, such a heavy conviction for some weird reason I come to church we're worshiping and I feel this pressure you know like sometimes you did something really stupid on Saturday and you're like justifying it uh, some of you don't wave your head you didn't do anything stupid all right let me look at this side um if, if, if you've done something like really bad like long time ago like you and you're standing and god just like it just stands right in front of you you're like father i forgive in jesus name and he keeps standing there you're like god come on get it out of me 
It's exactly like that. Just like this stood in front of me for the whole worship set. Sunday after Sunday, morning prayer after morning prayer. I said, God, let me go. I don't want to write a book. That's not for me. And I felt this, this strong push. I felt push from the Lord. You have to do it. But what really got me sold to write a book is the Lord said, many people are not going to be free if you're not going to do what I say. And I said, Lord, for the sake of that one person that's suffering or hurting, I will do it. So I wrote it. I did not know how to publish it. I actually reached out to a few publishers. They responded that I need to get an agent. It's going to take six to eight months. I said, I don't have time and I don't have an agent. I don't know who, to, who can help me to edit. I was afraid to ask people in our church. They're, they're going to laugh at me. I didn't just want to be mocked. You know, but they're like, why are you writing a book? <laughs> I didn't want to be mocked. So I just reached out to people outside of Tri-Cities who I knew they did some editor work. And they're like, one particular girl, in fact, in the summer, took three months off to be in Hawaii to discover her calling. And she says, you know what? I think that is my calling to help you. I said, okay, might be from God. She helped me then figure out how to publish the book for free on Amazon without a publisher. As of today, 2,000 copies have been, have, have been bought. Now, last month I did the math. I calculated how much it cost me to uh, print it, edit it, translate it, and how much money came in. And each month, it was probably about five to six hundred dollars above what both of my rental properties were bringing me. I can tell you this, I truly believe God can give you an idea. I truly believe God can give you connection. God can give you direction and God can give you a visitation. And on 27th, we're waiting for a few more trips where I'm going to sell the books and we're taking all the money that came through the book. And I'm giving this as a sacrifice to God for many, many, many more books that will be written and books that will be bestsellers. I have faith for that. And because of that, you know, from the beginning of what money was made all the way till one more week, we're taking all that money, we're bringing it on 27th here. And I'm saying before God, as Cornelius brought a sacrifice and you gave him a breakthrough. God, give me a breakthrough. Those, those thousands of dollars, they're nothing compared to what God has in the future. And I don't want to hold on to just a few hundred bucks or a few thousand bucks and miss out on what could happen if I sacrifice. See, that, that has always been one of the motivations. Like sometimes when I, I, I get attached to a particular money or a particular thing that I don't want to do. And you know what? There's like this healthy fear that pushes me overboard. And this is the fear. I know what will happen if I keep on doing what I do. Absolutely same thing. But I wonder, what could happen if I go all the way? And the curiosity to see what's possible makes me go overboard makes me give my life throw it under the bus sometimes I say God you know I've did it so many times and I've seen it that you know that year when I got married you know when I gave it of gave kind of it all and I did not know but I saw I found a wife praise be to God may this be the year of breakthrough in Jesus name may it be this year of divine connection in Jesus name may this be the year of divine direction in Jesus name May this be the year where you break through and be the first one in your family but not the only one 
May this be the year in Jesus' mighty name where there will be things that will happen that has never happened before in your life. And it's not because you pushed it, manipulate, bribed or cut corners, but because you trusted in God. You loved people and you did your best. But you saw the favor of God blow in your way. May this be the year in Jesus' name. As we're ready to take our tithes and offerings, you can give three ways you can give. You can fill out an envelope in front of you. You can give by, by texting. You can give by going on our app or going on our website or if you're on Facebook right below our cover page there's a donate button. It all goes to the same place and if you're watching us on live stream you can give right there. There's a link right now in the comment below and you can prepare your giving. Church as we give our tithe today, as we give our giving today, as we make a decision right now that we're gonna pray and fast. It's not so we can show off and tell other people we're, we're better Christians. It's just we're telling other people we have same enemy that you do. We just don't want him to bind us. We want to bind him first. We want to grow our spirit this year. Not just grow our 401k, not just grow our belly, not just grow our house, not just grow any, but grow our spirit this year. But most importantly, we want breakthrough. That doesn't mean that you're stuck. It just means there's something more that's available. What I'm holding here right now is I'm holding the seeds that's been sent to our church from other people, including one friend of mine who's a pastor who donated $5,000 to our church so that we can bless their church, that they could see salvations and what we see in our church, including many others who have sent even from other countries who say we want to partner with Hungry Generation on a monthly basis. And as we're going to pray right now for our tithe and offering, I want you to give differently today that you gave before. I want you to give with saying, God, give me faith. There's some of you here today, your business is right now on one level. You can do exactly the same thing and make 30 times more for the very same thing that you do now. I know what I'm talking about. I used to travel and speak at churches. We see $100, $200 in an honorarium. The moment me and my wife started to give radically, the same church, in fact, some places the same sermon, but they would bless me completely different. They didn't even know anything about my lifestyle. Something shifted in the atmosphere. Something shifted. Even when we were at the school and I was one of like uh, 20 speakers or something. I felt like Andre did an Avengers team. He <laughs> brought all the, all the Russian people uh, who speak. I cannot tell you how many people going through the halls for some weird reason come up and say, God told me to bless you. Through the text messages, God told me to bless you. God told me. They, they don't know my needs. They don't know my dreams and that. But see, something shifted in the spiritual realm about my life and is drawing that and God wants the same thing about your life. He wants breakthrough. That's why I challenge you right now. When you give, don't just give like, oh, I'm just going to give. I just kind of felt convicted. No, felt convinced that I'm going to have a breakthrough. In Jesus' name. Let's rise. Take our offering into our hand and let me pray for it right now in Jesus' name. Lord God, we make a decision right now that this year we're going to pray. We're going to fast. And we're gonna tithe. Father I pray for those who who found excuses that right now they're gonna find reasons to believe in you, in your breakthrough. Father in Jesus mighty name I pray right now for those of us who've been stuck in our finances, stuck in our family maybe, who have not experienced a breakthrough. Let this be the year of breakthrough in Jesus mighty name. 
come on lift your hands right now you can even lift your lift your envelope right now let's begin to intercede for next 60 seconds for your business intercede for your finances intercede for the dreams and visions that God has given you let this be the year of breakthrough let this be the year where things will happen for the first time let this be the year where things will happen that has never happened before in your family in Jesus name some of you you're part of a family where nobody finished college but may you finish college without debt in Jesus name may that business prosper in Jesus name may your single life no longer attract just sharks but let it attract a suitable man or suitable women in Jesus mighty name for those of you who are believing for children may this be the year of breakthrough in Jesus name for those of you who were giving bits and you're believing for a house may you be blessed by a divine connection in Jesus mighty name for those of you who believe to come out of debt who come out of medical debt and college debt and come out of consumer debt that you're swimming in may there be a supernatural breakthrough in Jesus name may an angel of God change the numbers in the system for you in Jesus mighty name may the spirit of the living God bring a breakthrough that only he can bring in your life may the gifts and the potential that you have be utilized in the way that only God can make it happen this year for you in Jesus name let your side hustle become more than your your normal job this year in Jesus mighty name may the sacrifice you give may, may that become your average income every single month in Jesus mighty name as we worship right now let's just give in the atmosphere of worship for those of you who are worshiping with us online you can also give right there as you worship just go to the next tab and just give through our website. Let's do it in the attitude of worship and we're going to pray for the sake in just a little bit. I'll give you glory No 
for listening to this week's message from Hungry Generation. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat by using at HungryGen. Stay blessed, and we'll see you next week.